Welcome to the Natural Health Podcast, where we bring awareness of sustainable health in the business hustle space. The Natural Health Podcast is perfect for the high-performing, business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve optimal health. It's Friday, which means it's time for friends sharing facts about health, business, and overall success. In today's episode, we talk to Lisa Gatt, who will talk to you about how you can fight off stress with a simple yoga practice. Lisa is a yoga instructor and remedial massage therapist who runs her own small business called Whisper Wellness, which is her absolute pride and joy. She's obsessed with all things mind, body, spirit, and is passionate about assisting people to heal physically, mentally, and spiritually. Lisa completed her intensive yoga training in India which was a blessing for her. She loves to travel and explore nature in every single country. When she's not practicing yoga or giving a magical massage, she's hanging off a tree in nature, upside down, doing a handstand. Welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Hi, how are you? It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. So how long have you been doing handstands for? You're always hanging off when I look at your Instagram photos. There's always something upside down. Entire life, yeah. I actually um, started gymnastics when I was ten years old. So, but I was handstanding way before that, cartwheeling all over the shop in shopping centres. Oh, wow! So you're a little monkey. Yeah. I'm a little monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So the progression to yoga was just just given to you since you were young. Yes, I did find um, actually the physical part of yoga was um, quite smooth. Um, it was more the slowing down, which um, I wouldn't say that came naturally. Gymnastics is really kind of uh, energetic and um, high-intensity training. So transitioning from gymnastics to yoga was definitely, um, yeah, yeah. it wasn't just smooth sailing, but um, it takes some time to learn to Beautiful. slow down. Before. So you learned <laughs> yoga in, in India. How long ago was that? Yes, uh, it's been just over four years now, um, which has gone super fast. Uh, I started, hey, time flies. flies. Um, I had a friend actually who went, my gymnastics coach, she went to India and did did the yoga training and I was like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I had never done yoga before and I thought, you know what, I love to travel. I'm going to go to India and learn yoga. And so just before um, I went there, I was like, what on earth am I doing? I don't even know if I like yoga. <laughs> no, it's boring. Like, I just wasn't sure. And one week before I went there, I was like, mm, I, don't think I don't know if I'm going to do this course. They were like, just come, you've paid for it. Um, and then, yeah, I was there a week later and it's, it was a one-month intensive full-time course. Wow, one um, month. So you were in India for yeah, a whole month. A whole month, yeah, yeah. Um, and it completely changed. Like, it was just the best month ever and yeah completely fell in love with yoga i love the slowness of it and um, once you learn all the benefits um spiritual physical mental health benefits it's just um yeah it's really amazing practice so here i am just like that <laughs> that's it that's it so traveling so you absolutely love traveling so where else have you been besides india um so i've been to europe a lot of countries in europe i've done a lot of traveling around um all of Europe, really, and I've been to Africa. Wow. I've been to um, South America. I've been to a lot of places in Asia: Vietnam, Philippines, Nepal. Um, yeah, I've been like to everywhere. Of, I've been to most continents. <laughs> Have you been to America yet? 
I've been to LA just okay. for like a couple of days, but I haven't spent much time in America. It hasn't been somewhere that I'm like really wanting yeah. or just like want to go. Um, Cause I just love to go for a real cultural experience. Um, I don't know what I'll get in America. Yeah, I'm the I same. Just, I haven't been to America yet either. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I, when I'm going to go, if I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I'd really like to go to Canada. Yes. Yes. So um, it looks like there's lots of, I love nature. So Yeah, I, I heard I heard Canada is similar to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to New Zealand, actually. <laughs> you need to go. When all of these st- things happen, like you need to go on a flight. It's so close and it's just magical. New Zealand's just absolutely magical. Have you been to New Zealand? Yeah, like three or four times. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. I so, have been to Bali a lot, so... Yes, me I mean, too. <laughs> but that was one place that I never really wanted to go to. Um, but then when I went there, I just, yeah, fell in love I, with Bali. So I think a lot of people are like that, aren't they? But that's if you find the special places of Bali, you keep going back. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we could do our own little travel podcast here. <laughs> oh, I reckon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you mentioned a few things in regards to how, what made you get here, but what have been the key, key turning points in your journey to where Lisa is today and who Lisa is today? Um, I would say, um, my first, after my first, um, or my last breakup with my last partner. Um, so while I was with him, I was very, um, physical body and, um, I wasn't quite into the whole uh, spiritual world at all. I didn't really have any spiritual friends. I um, So when we broke up, um, I didn't feel, I wouldn't say I felt alone, but I was in a way alone in the way that um, most of my closest friends had partners and um, I was kind of just like, oh, what do I, like, what do, I do now? And um, I did my first retreat. Uh, so I did a spiritual retreat where I met heaps of spiritual people. Uh, and finally, for the first time ever, I just felt like, um, I don't know, like I, I aligned with them, like things made sense. Um, and from there, I um, learned Reiki and I um, just met all these different people. And um, yeah, I mean, that's how I started my spiritual journey, healing, meditation. Obviously, I had just broken up with my partner, so... I'm always learning how to heal and how to be alone. Um, I'm also a twin. So I realized that like being alone is, um, it's always been a very big challenge for me. And I never thought about it um, till like maybe the last couple of years that maybe being a twin obviously has such a big, <laughs> like I've never been alone. Not even when I was in my, my mom's tummy. You know? True. When you think about it like that. <laughs> ever been alone I've always had that person growing up you know um and then I had a partner and yeah I never really had to be by myself so um learning that um and meeting people and healing learned meditation and yeah I kind of went on that spiritual journey and then um a couple of years later I met my current partner uh and one of our first dates was um we went to a yoga class together for the first time both wow. of us. We'd never done yoga. We both really wanted to try yoga. So we went on a yoga class um, and it was amazing. And then one year later, together, we were in India. We did the course together. Oh, wow. Um, it was really nice, really special. And yeah, here I am today. <laughs> so yoga brought you together? 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, if you compare my life from then, like that first yoga class to now, it's just completely different. So Wow, yeah, huge change. career in yoga, whereas I didn't have that before. And um, obviously I'm married now to the same man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, a yoga love story. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing. So there have been a few key turning points. And it's, it's interesting how in life things happen that at the time we believe are the worst things that can happen to us. But now looking back, we're like, wow, thank you. Like that's yeah. such a blessing, oh, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. If those things didn't happen, you would be, you know, where you are today. So 100%. So anything that's happening right now to anyone, it's kind of like think about it and be like, thank you. Thank you for giving me this blessing. Yeah, totally. And at the time, it doesn't feel like a blessing. <laughs> No, 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 not at all. Time <laughs> always has to go back, go by, so you can look back and be like, "Oh yeah, thank God that happened." Actually, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> so gone from not doing any yoga at all, thinking yoga was boring, to having your first yoga with your man that you're married to now, and then going on a retreat for, for a whole month, all of just yoga. That's just crazy. It's just all shifted yeah. across, and now you're you're a yoga teacher. You're doing classes online at the moment due to the current situation and you're yeah. teaching individuals how to do yoga and love yoga. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So oh. here on the podcast, we talk a lot about success, right? So success means different things to different individuals at different times of their lives also. So I wanted to find out what does success look like for you at the moment? For me, um, success would be freedom um, in all areas. So I'm not just with my career, but, you know, financial freedom, um, abundance, abundance with freedom, abundance with finances, abundance with um, happiness, love, um, family time. So I'm going to say just abundance in everything and feeling free. So not having that pressure, um, you know, to have to work all the time or to have to, um, be hustling and, and um, yeah, success I think is is feeling happiness and love and um, good within yourself. Beautiful. That's a, that's a really touching. That's a really nice answer. I like that abundance, abundance. Because not a lot of us think the world is abundant, do we? Exactly, exactly. And yeah. I feel like sometimes success for people means to you know reach a certain point in their career. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're uh, happy mm. or, um, or fulfilled or, you know, um, uh, love themselves. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. So that's a beautiful answer in regards to success. I love it because it's a journey. It's not, it's not once you get this, that's when I'll be happy or that's when exactly. I'll be successful. It's kind of like yeah. every single moment that happens. Yeah. So let's get into the topic, the yoga, yoga, yoga. Let's talk about yoga and stress in particular, because all the, most of the audience that's listening are business individuals and they are hustling their way through life. And we're here to, you know, bring some health awareness of health into their world. So let's bring a little bit of yoga into their world, right? So because they're stressed and the last thing they're thinking about is yoga, how, how does, how can yoga help them with their stress? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, as a business person or, um, you know, we're so committed to our businesses and, um, 
you know, serving our customers or our clients or whatever that we um, forget to make time for ourselves. So I think that is really important in being successful to make time for yourself so you can be as productive um, and give the, you know, you're the most positive energy that you can. Um, so I think making time to practice yoga is one thing. Um, ask me the question again. <laughs> how does yoga help with yeah. stress you know being a stressed out business professional how does yoga help with it because like i said most individuals are so busy in their life when they're stressed out the last thing they think about is is yoga i'm gonna go and do a bit of yoga okay. they're, they're more like i'm gonna go and do my accounting i'm gonna go and okay, that's <laughs> okay. so taking time definitely is um important yeah. um you make that time and you can practice yoga for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, whatever it is, um, just to help you. So yoga is really good. Um, it teaches you to connect to your breath. Um, and when you do that, if you use, you use your breath as a tool to become present. And um, when you're present or you, um, you know, take the time to just connect, uh, it helps you to focus, I suppose, because it's, so one thing is focusing, focusing, learning to focus on your breath will help you to focus in all areas. Mm. Um, and also if you can become present and for a moment, uh, or learn to let go of what you were doing or let go of the past, let go of what you have to do later and just become present. Um, you know, you'll, you become more clear, a bit more, um, inspired, you get more ideas, um, so as for stress, I would say like, so physically, um, it helps to burn energy. Um, a lot of us hold emotion in our body, in our shoulders, it's physical symptom. So when you're stressed, you know, you're, you're, you're hunching your shoulders up or you might be clenching your teeth. And we also hold a lot of emotions like um, fear and grief in our hips. So, you know, um, when you've got pain in your body, it's, turns into a physical symptom. So practicing yoga, when you create space in your body and you stretch, it releases a lot of that emotion as well. Um, and it's also scientifically proven to calm down your central nervous system. So overall, it that helps with your immune system. It helps, um, yeah, it helps you to focus. It helps you um, obviously you learn it during the practice, but then it doesn't matter what you're doing in your daily life. If you're working, you can quickly become present, quickly come back to the present moment. Um, and sometimes when our thoughts or our minds are so busy, mm. it's really hard to just sh shut it down a little bit. And, you know, we're never going to completely shut up our minds. It's, that's what the mind is created to do. But um, if you can learn to kind of slow it down, calm it down and, um, you know, become present, um, then you'll be more focused. So yoga's got a lot to do with, breathing because when when most people think about yoga they just think um hanging upside down downward dog and so forth but you're saying that the breath is the thing that assists you and puts you in the moment exactly yes so i would say this is probably a quote that is all over instagram um and you've probably seen it before but um it's not necessarily um the goal of yoga is not necessarily um you know the next pretzel pose or crazy pose, but it's the journey on the way to the pose. <laughs> what comes up, um, you know, what comes up when you're, when you're present? Uh, that's the other thing, you know, because we don't, because we're all so busy, we never have time to just sit in stillness. Um, and when you sit in stillness is when you're, you know, you actually t take a moment to check in and 
um, your feelings are actually surface. So, um, you know, becoming present with your, within your practice, a lot of the time people, um, you know, emotions kind of just come up. Um, so it's a really nice way to, rather than pushing them away like we do in our daily busy lives, to just allow them to surface and to feel them. And that's really the only way that they're going to heal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So you're saying <laughs> that being still can mean that you're productive actually. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. A lot of people will be listening right now and being like, wow, that makes absolutely no sense to me. Being, how can I be productive by actually not doing anything? Yeah. So what would you yeah. say to them if they say to you, Lisa, like I'm a productive person. I smash things out. Um, I've got to get things done. I've got a to-do list, but you're telling me to be still. Yes. I mean, being productive is not a bad thing. Obviously things need to get done. Um, but using productivity as a distraction is which is what we all tend to do. Um, I think a lot of the time we always tend to like be busy, busy, busy. That way we can't stop and slow down and feel what's going on within our bodies. And, you know, by doing that, we're creating all these physical symptoms in our bodies. We're getting tighter. We're getting, um, you know, angrier. don't even know why. I'm more emotional. don't know what's happening within us, you know, and it's because it's all just bottling up inside our bodies. Um, so definitely taking the time and it doesn't have to be an hour of sitting still. That's actually why I love yoga. You know, meditation is great. Is great. Um, but you don't have to be sitting upright for a whole hour to meditate. Yoga is a form of meditation. Each yeah. breath in, each conscious breath in, each conscious breath out is a form of meditation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's really important to, you know, you will be more productive if you're um, cleared of all those, mm -hmm. um, all the energy in your body and you can focus more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so there are, from my understanding, there are different types of yogas, like different yes. types of yogas. What are they? And what, how do the different things do different things in our body and mind? Like what are the different types of yoga? Um, so there's a lot of different types of yoga. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to name them all. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the style that I teach is um, vinyasa flow, which is one of the it's – it's a very common one. Um, it's a little bit – can be faster. and It's a bit of a mix between um, strengthening, flexibility, meditation, all together. And that's all really important as well. The physical side of yoga is really important because it's important to keep your muscles strong and keep your body healthy. Um, but it's just that it's not all that it is. Mm, um, mm. And then there's your yin yoga, which is um, it's not as active. Um, it's deeper, deeper stretches of the fascia. And it's a lot more mind work because you're sitting in these deep stretches for quite a few minutes and the mind can go all the mind can go every, you know, everywhere. So it's all about trying to stay with the breath and acknowledge what comes up and trying to judge whatever's coming up and sitting with that. And as you do that, so much energy releases from your body. Um, there's also Ashtanga yoga, it's a little bit more of a discipline practice, but it's still very, um, very physical. Um, what else is there? So many types of yoga, restorative yoga. Uh, it's a lot more. It's a supported, um, supported shapes. Again, you're lying there in different, um, different shapes. Although it's very, 
very supported. So it's a bit more of a medita- meditative, mm. is that Meditative, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also really restorative for the body, for your organs. Um, yeah, so many different styles. As for, um, you know, strength and flexibility or even just flexibility, there's no one yoga that is proven to be better than the other. Beautiful. But at the end of the day, the goal is, you know, um, to quieten down the mind to, it's like self-inquiry to learn about yourself, to, mm-hmm. um, to acknowledge yourself, to have that time with yourself. And, um, yeah, I think I always encourage my students, um, to listen to their bodies as well. So even if I'm doing a really strong practice one day and, you know, you feel like you need to slow down and stay in child's pose or just breathe, like listening to your body and doing what you need for that day. Sometimes you might, sometimes I might do a really slow class and someone just needs to burn off some energy. And so, you know, I'll give them, give them different options. So I think it's all about listening to your body and seeing how you feel and what you need and then going with that. Yeah. I love that you said that um, yoga is mine, the yin one, because I remember when I did a yoga class, I think it was yin and I was like, my mind was just like, I can't hold this pose anymore. What's happening? How long have I got to go? And a minute, oh my gosh, he's gone forever. It's just like your mind's just yeah. playing games oh, with you. Exactly, yeah. And I suppose it's also about learning how to sit through that and be with that and breathe through it. And if you can breathe through that, then, you know, you can, you can get through all things in your life, you know, other mm. challenges that come up, painful yeah. things. Mm. Um, yeah. So is one That's more nice. yin than the other? One's more yin, one's more yang? Is that is that what it is or or is all yoga both? Yes. Yes. No. Uh, so yin, I would say, is more yin because um, it's about feeling. Um, whereas yang is uh, like the vinyasa flow or the ashtanga, for example. I'm not going to say it's a completely yang practice, but there's more physical activity. It's more physical where that's the yang, like the action taking, not so much the feeling. Although there is still that component. I always say, you know, what are you feeling in this shape? What's coming up? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's definitely more yin because it's all, okay, let's sit here and feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which, allow, which yeah. these days, especially, you know, when you have your own business and stuff, you're more of an action taker. You're more action means result. Um, getting this done means this. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of women are running on so much yang energy. So, yeah. and, you know, I'm one of those women. I'm definitely a yang natural by nature, like yang action taker. You know, I'm an action taker. What do I do now? What can I do now? To, you know, <laughs> and sometimes I just have to, and that's what I love about yoga because it does bring me back and it reminds me, okay, like let's, um, let's see what's happening in here. How do I feel? And just by doing that, I'm always surprised about how much inspiration suddenly just comes, creativity in my mind wow. just from rather than trying to be creative and trying to come up with something all the time and that, that you're like yang yang action taking, um, you know, because it's true. You have that thought, oh, sitting still, you know, you feel like, oh, I'm wasting time. Sometimes you feel like you're wasting time, but it's so not. <laughs> could be like, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. Why am I just sitting here? It's not happening. Yeah, exactly. Is that what you um, found when you first started also? Because um, I mean, in a way it's easier than just sitting there meditating. Not Mm -hmm. that I don't think meditating is great, but it is a form in a way of meditation and you get to move your body. And um, so that's why I love it because I'm, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. More of a yang. Um, A yang. um, 
Yeah. But it's good that you balance it up because I, I know that, I, you know, when I, when I have taken a yoga class, if they always go, the instructor always goes, what are you feeling? How are you feeling? Or it's like you do this move and it's like, what emotion is that giving you? And it's like, I didn't know just one simple move can make me feel like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That, so that's amazing. So what, what would you say is the best simple daily yoga routine to fight off stress or even prevent stress for individuals? Mm. Um, that's a hard one because everyone's so different. Um, I would say listening to your body. Um, that's not obviously doing yoga, <laughs> just listening to your body. But if you can just take a moment to check in and see what your body needs, um, you know, and incorporating yoga into your day is like just becoming conscious every now and again, or taking some conscious breaths here and there, or, um, have a little stretch. You don't have to do it in a yoga way. Just see what your body feels like, what feels good. Where are you tight? You know, move your body and, um, listen to your body. If it feels good, then do it. And mm -hmm. then while you're doing it, bring your awareness to, you know, where does it feel tight? You know, how do you feel emotionally when you do this stretch or come to the breath? What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, it's hard for me to say, I'll oh, do this routine <laughs> just like yeah. this. But, um, I think checking in, take notice, stretch your body, um, you know, hop onto YouTube, Instagram, follow some gentle beginner type yoga, um, yoga classes. And, um, once you do that a few times, you'll, you'll know what feels nice and what you like, and you can incorporate that into your daily, you know, your daily routine. There's even yoga for, um, you know, for a lot of you are sitting on your desks, there are yoga poses that you can do at your desk, you know, stretching on a chair. So, um, and just taking five minutes if it's on your break or maybe every hour, do some neck stretches. And while you're doing them, that's when you can come to, you know, come aware of your breath and meditate at the same time. Mm, mm, that, that's yeah. awesome. So, so for anyone who probably has never done yoga before or has done one or two classes, yeah. what would be a starting point? I know that you said, feel your body, move around feel your body, but these individuals, they have never done anything like that. So how do they know? Cause they're always doing, 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 they don't know how to feel. What would be a simple, easy step to start off with? Um, I would say, oh, do you want me to show you? <laughs> you can show us. Yeah, go on. <laughs> For anyone who's listening on Spotify or iTunes or an audio. Oh, no, Spotify can't show me. Um, jump on, no, 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 jump on YouTube to see what she's doing. Go on, show us one of them. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, look, I'm going to say you can do this on your bed. Um, okay. Or anyway, a child's pose child's pose and yeah. even tabletops. So let's say child's pose and downward facing dog. They're probably, you know, the two most common shapes that we do in uh, a yoga practice. Can you see me? Yes, can see you perfect. <laughs> awesome. So if you come into a child's pose, you're pretty much on your knees, hips are kind of back. Um, and if you just slide your arms down and rest your forehead um, on your mat or on your floor or on your bed, wherever you are. This is going to stretch through the spine and through the shoulders, through the hips. Um, and it's also proven to, um, you know, calm down your central nervous system if you can sit in this shape for a few minutes. 
Um, also, if you come into a tabletop, so hands and knees, and just bring some movement into the spine, just arching and rounding the spine. This is going to bring some, um, just release some tension, I suppose, in the back there, open up through the chest, bring some movement into the neck, engage the core. And then our downward facing dog, which you've all um, heard of before, just bringing the bottom back. And you can stretch out the shoulders, lengthen up through the spine, and, and uh, pedal out the legs, one heel back at a time. Another nice one is just to come into a forward fold. So bringing the feet up towards the hands, grabbing a hold of your elbows, um, soft bend in the knees, and just allowing the upper body to dangle down, gentle sway from side to side. And this is really good for releasing tension in the hamstrings, the back, the neck, even through the shoulders. So there's a lot going on here. And again, as you do this, just always bringing your attention back to your breath and taking notice of how you feel. Yeah, there are a few movements. There you go, you a few movements. Or uh, you can just you can just watch someone doing it and feel relaxed just watching someone do it. Thanks <laughs> for stretching out my hamstrings, Lisa. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. So you can see how Lisa is an absolutely amazing yoga teacher. She just goes through the flow, explains it all. Um, so yeah, absolutely amazing. And at the end, we'll go through how you'll be able to do a yoga session with her. But that is absolutely amazing for someone who doesn't, you know, hasn't done yoga before in so much detail. And then those simple exercises, what that took you two minutes, not even. And and it puts you back in, back in the flow, back in the mood, back in the energy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Also, your body will feel so much better for it. You know, a lot of us are sitting at desks all day and um, we're not moving our bodies and we're in lockdown, you know. I know that that can be... Our bodies are becoming locked in. (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. And it can be a little unmotivating, you know, Um, especially if we're used to going to a gym or we're used to, um, you know, moving our bodies in different ways. So, yeah. So how can someone motivate themselves to do a bit of yoga at home if they don't have a class or... They just don't want to go to a class or they're closed. Yes. Um, I mean, the good thing about our pandemic in 2020 is the internet, you know, that we've got um, everyone's offering so many online classes. And um, I think it's easier to, or a bit more motivating to join into an actual live class because, um, you know, I think that we've all got that intention. Yeah, I'll go onto YouTube and I'll do it. <laughs> but like, it's so easily, you know, um, you can do it later. You can do it later. You can keep pushing it. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then later it just never comes. Whereas if you sign into an online virtual class, then, you know, you've signed up for it. People are expecting to see you there. And it's also a nice way to be able to connect with others. Like right now, we've, that's what we're, we're missing out on, that human connection. Um, so, and then you've got that time booked in. So mm. that time dedicated to doing it and, You know, I mean, as for motivation, it is really hard to, you know, pick yourself up. But once you do it, you just push yourself to do it that one time, you'll feel so much better for it. And we'll just start from there, you know, and keep going. So, yeah, you love it. Amazing. Exactly. You have that yoga buzz. (laughs) The yoga glow. I love it. So, you've had yoga in your life for about four years or so. So, how has it helped you in your life personally? Um, like I said, um, 
it's from at the beginning when I was talking about how I did gymnastics and then I transitioned into yoga. Um, it's definitely helped me to slow down, um, which I feel like everyone needs to slow down. We are so in this like society where it's like, go, go, go here, there, you know? Um, <laughs> so it's definitely helped me to slow down um, and just even enjoy like checking in and breathing and, um, it also has helped me to deal with situations outside of, um, you know, off my yoga mat. So like the way that I react to things is different. I'm a bit more calmer. I can, I can check in and see how I'm feeling rather than reacting. So I feel like my personality in that way has changed. I can deal with things better. Mm. Um, my body is definitely, uh, less pain. <laughs> There's less pain in my body. Um, I never really feel stiff like ever now. Um, and if I do feel some soreness, it's normally because I've done some weight training or something and there's mm -hmm. that normal soreness that comes with that. Um, yeah. But otherwise, like, yeah, you know, my body's pretty much pain-free all the time. Um, yeah, I feel like it's helped me be, like, within my business. I feel more focused. I feel more present in my daily life when I'm talking to people, you know. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> so use that, you use that yeah. breath to check in in stressful situations yeah. because in exactly. life we're given curveballs, aren't we? And then we have to deal with them all the time. Yeah, and you know, since I started yoga, I'm surprised with how I've dealt with things compared to how I would have before I, you know, started yoga. So, yeah. So, what's the major difference? How you dealing with things? Um, I just feel like I'm in a little bit more um, aware of how I'm feeling and um, a bit more in control of my reactions um, rather than letting things take over me and how, you know, taking over and I'm being this different person because I'm so, you know, full of all this emotion. Uh, I feel like I get through things quicker. Like I can, I allow myself to feel them. I know what's happening. I'm more aware of my body and how I feel. And, and then I'm able to release it quicker. Um, and I, you know, I said at some point before, it's like a self, it's self-inquiry. So um, I'm able to check in and take notice what's going on. Why am I feeling this way? Rather than just reacting a certain way and not even checking in. Yeah. 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 And when you do that, you can, you act differently. You know, you do things differently. You say things differently um, with a bit more presence, a bit more love. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And a lot of people would want to be at that stage because when they're stressed out, when they've got deadlines, all this stuff, and then some little thing comes at you, you just crack it or you just blow up without even exactly. meaning. Exactly. And, and then, don't get me wrong, that's still going to happen every now and again. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're human. Every full moon. No. That's a bomb. But, um, you know, I mean, it takes practice and things are going to happen that have never happened before. So you're going to react a certain way. But um, you'll get better at it. You know, you'll get better at dealing with your own emotions. Yeah. And, and, and I guess that's why it's called yoga practice, isn't it? Exactly. It's a constant practice, constant journey, constant yeah. growing. Yeah. One thing that popped into my head whilst we've been talking is you were in India for a month, right? So the Indian culture that you saw, did they do like yoga every day? Is that part of their culture? Is it part of their religion? How did, did you see yeah. any of that or were you in a retreat? So you didn't see much of it. Where I was in India, in Goa, 
That's um, oh, that's Goa is beautiful. I heard that's absolutely beautiful. I haven't been. I would love to go. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, it's a very yoga culture there. Mm. So um, there was a lot of a lot of it, a lot of yoga, a lot of um, healing, and um, uh, but when I travelled to other parts of India, I wouldn't say it was like that. So. I don't think it's the culture for all of mm. India, mm. Um, but you know, yoga was um, that's where it originated in India thousands of years ago. So it is a big thing in yoga, but I wouldn't say that they all practice every day and they're all doing that. Yeah, um, there is a lot of yoga all around India for sure. Yeah. So in the retreat, were you guys just doing yoga, or did you have special food? Did you have special chanting? Did you have special water? Yeah. Or- all of it. Oh, all of it. There you go. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty much like a vegetarian diet the whole time. Um, and Did they say vegetarian. why? Did they say why vegetarian? Yeah. Um, it's, all, it's about the energy within your body. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not specifically, but like in India, actually, they don't eat uh, beef at all. It's a cultural thing. So even if you went to the McDonald's there in India, there's like no, you know, Big Mac, like a normal Big Mac like you would eat here. It's all like, it's different. Um, But that's more of a cultural thing. Um, I mean, it's all about taking care of your body as well. You know, it's a lifestyle. Yoga is a lifestyle, not just that hour on the mat. Um, But while we were there, we did have a, you know, it was a vegetarian diet and it was Indian. So it was like a lot of dal and, um, rice and you know I don't even remember what they're all called but different different dishes yeah all the um, different curries and all that all yeah curries, yeah and um as for the training so we did three hours of yoga a day wow every day and that yeah. was all child's pose <laughs> <laughs> oh no this was like intense training it was all yang yeah <laughs> Um, and we did one hour of meditation a day. So it was, that was, that's four hours. And then everything else was all philosophy. Um, it was really full on. It was a full on, um, full on month, but amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if someone was interested in doing this, would you suggest that to them? And who would you suggest it to? Um, do you mean that particular course that I did? Yeah. The particular course you did, who can go do it? Or do you have to, Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, anyone can go and do it before the training. They do suggest that you practice yoga, um, as often as you can or daily, you know, because it is intense. Um, it's a lot of work. So you do need to be physically ready. Um, and you know, they get you to read some books before you go there and, um, have a bit of an idea of what you're getting into. I was unprepared. That's why I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I'm, what, what am I even doing this for? I don't even know if I like yoga. Um, but considering I was so unprepared, I, uh, I was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would – so I did it at Sampurna, it was called, Sampurna Yoga in um, Goa, and I 100% – recommend that place like it was amazing the teachers were amazing the experience was amazing accommodation amazing goa you know it was in a quieter part of goa which was really beautiful um you have to be careful when you do courses in india because uh not all of the yoga schools have the best reputation but this particular one was really good and i was even going to this year i was going to go do my advanced training there 
um, this month actually. Really? Um, yeah, unfortunately it all got cancelled due to the um, current situation. So, um, so what's the advanced course? How's that? Is that, is that another month or what is that? Yeah, so um, I did a 200-hour course. So the advanced course um, is 300 hours, so it's a little bit longer. Wow. Um, yeah, and it just goes deeper into the practice, um, physically and, you know, spiritually. So, yeah. How amazing is that? So it's always developing yourself and oh, yeah. your students for yourself. There's always something to learn. It's not just a downward always. dog. <laughs> no, no, no. It's constant learning, always. Yeah. yeah, always, yeah. A always a student. Yeah, so I wanted to find out, you seem to live a pretty healthy life, um, you know, doing yoga and things like that. So how does that make you a better business professional? How does that help Whisper Wellness, your small business that you run? How does that make you a better business person? Um, I think it's really important to practice what you preach. <laughs> so that's yep. one. Um, so I really try to, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, you know, recommend or advise, you know, do yoga, do your meditation, eat healthy, eat, you know, that I should be doing that myself. And, <laughs> um, and so in doing, I mean, I love it firstly, but, you know, in doing that, it does make me, um, you know, I can actually inspire others to do that because I'm doing that. Um, and I feel better about it. I feel better for myself. And so when others do it, then they're going to feel better as well. Um yeah, I mean, obviously, when you're physically active and you're looking after your body, um, you know, you can have more energy as well. That's one thing that I feel is the most, for me, if I don't have energy, I don't feel inspired, I don't feel motivated, I'm just a slug. So, <laughs> you know, when I feel energetic, um, you know, I'm just I'm ready to go. You know, if my business, I'm ready, I'm more creative, I'm excited to do the work rather than feel forced to do the work. Um, or have to, having to push myself up. Um, one thing other than diet or doing the yoga where I feel or I notice, I've already noticed that I feel more energetic is just when the sun's out. <laughs> you know, nice sunny day, I get out and all of a sudden I've just got so much energy and I'm excited and I, I want to do all the work. So I feel like that's it's really important to get a good dose of vitamin D. Yeah, 100%. Um, and get some sun and um it just yeah. gives us energy it's and springs here in australia which is absolutely amazing i'm so pumped for summer oh i'm pumped summer is my favorite season me too me too i love it absolutely love the whole feel i love the sun i love the heat smell, the smell of like the flowers and i just just something about it you know the humidity in the air it's just the best that's why you love <laughs> bali <laughs> That's why I love Bali. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So how many days a week or hours do you practice yoga a week? Um, I try to do one hour a day. That's just for me. But, um, I mean, that doesn't always happen. If I don't, I'll always, I mean, I'm lucky. I get to teach, I teach yoga pretty much every day. So I still am doing a little bit of yoga while I'm teaching. Um, but I still try to do my own practice as well. And if I don't, for some reason, you know, I'll squeeze in 10 minutes of stretching, sometimes even in the shower, you know. I, I, was, I was talking to my client, a few clients the other day and they said that they love stretching in the shower. I think it's just such a great idea because, you know, your muscles are warm and um, you've got that five minutes by yourself. 
we can just wash away, you know, all that energy and just have a nice stretch in the shower, you know, do a few forward folds. So I, I always squeeze it in somehow, somewhere. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> as effective yeah. and efficient you can be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no excuse not to do yoga. You can even do it in your shower. <laughs> at all <laughs> i love it i love it well uh, this has been an absolutely amazing podcast you've given us so much insight so much information about yoga how it can help out if you're stressed when you can do it how you can do it but to wrap it up i ask my audience um because this is the natural health podcast what is your best like your secret health hack yes um i was thinking about this um there are so many <laughs> <laughs> but I think the one that I do most um, all the time is um, coconut oil. I use coconut oil for everything, moisturizer, hair treatment, for my face. It's great for sunburn. Um, you cook with it, you know, use it for cooking. So uh, I'm going to say coconut oil is definitely my number one. It's something that I use every day. Um, I also use a lot of essential oils. So I love to read up about them and see how and where I can use them, you know, for my cleaning products. Or I use frankincense with my coconut oil on my face. It's like meant to be really good for anti aging. Everything <laughs> so coconut good. oil. Everything coconut oil, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love coconut oil. It's so versatile. There's so many things you can do, like you said. Skin. Even for your pets, you can put it on your pets if they've got scars or. If you have a scar, oil pulling, everything. Yes, 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 yes. So many things. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love, I love coconut oil. So you must buy like kilos and kilos and kilos of I it. Do. I do. I do. I've got like those big, you know, the big tubs. <laughs> one in a bathroom, one in the kitchen, one in the bedroom, everywhere. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I love it. All right, Lisa, we've come to the end of this Asimage podcast. Thank you so much for showing us some yoga moves that was unprepared. Yeah. That was absolutely amazing. Magic. Oh, totally, random. <laughs> totally random. I love it. Um, thanks for giving us so much information. And for anyone who's listening and is like, oh my gosh, I want to learn off Lisa. She seems to be an amazing yoga individual. I want her to be my teacher. I want more information about yoga. How can they contact you and where did they find you? Yeah. So um, there's a few different platforms uh, to contact me. Um, you can go onto my website. So it's www.whisperwellness.com.au. Um, Whisper spelled W-H-I-S-P-A. Um, I'm on Instagram as Whisper Wellness. Uh, you can send me an email. All my details are on my website. So, um, yeah, there's plenty of ways to contact me. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a special deal for the individuals who are listening to this podcast and mention it to you, which is... So I'm offering um, a free uh, yoga class, online trial yoga class for anyone really who wants to, who's listening, who wants to trial it. They're 60-minute classes. Um, if you get in touch with me, I can give you um, my timetable so you can see when and where the classes are and um, what suits you best. And, um, yeah, we'll organise. Their classes are via Zoom. So um, if you like, yeah, get in touch and you'll be um, – how amazing is that? So you have absolutely no excuse not to have yoga in your everyday life. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Lisa's so giving you an introduction to yoga. <laughs> you'll love it. Yeah, it'll be good. And you'll meet some, you know, other like-minded people um, online and, um, yeah, 
That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Totally beginner friendly. So even if you've never done yoga before, um, this will be perfect for you. Nice way to start at home in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Well, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for this absolutely amazing podcast. Thank you. Thank you for your thank time. You I appreciate it. Yeah, you too. You're Ta. most welcome. So uh-huh. thank you for joining us at the Natural Health Podcast. And remember, the missing link between failure and success is your health.